What's up, wrestling fans? Uh, this is Bruce's Bruner 1.0, and I'm here with, I, I'm going to call him the Raven, and the actual Raven, forevermore. <laughs> this is going to be the cheesy, cheesy wrestling uh, setup, but whatever. I'm here with Ben Raven of the Court of, Ner- Court of Nerds. Ben, how's it going, man? Oh, uh, not too bad. Just recovering from a fantastic weekend. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. We were uh, we were talking we were talking before this, and you are living out all of the great wrestling dream dreams. You, sir, were at NXT Takeover in Toronto. First, first of all, wow. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that was uh, yeah. It was a fantastic show from start to finish. Uh, not only the show, but it was the most fun I've ever had being a part of a crowd. Just like. From match quality, two and a half hours long, everything just flowed so perfect. It felt like I'd never been at. I think it was the best show I've ever been to. And it was an NXT show, quote unquote, develop, developmental. Yeah, quote unquote, the minor leagues, right? Right, 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 right. So, I, just quick summation of that. What was your favorite match? What was your what was your favorite moment with the crowd? Give me just like your overall view of that that epic show. The two out of three. Uh, falls tag match was easily my favorite part of the night which is crazy considering what the main event was but that two out of three falls match between diy and the revival was just absolutely insane it took a while to get that first fall and then just as long for the second fall and then i there were so many moments going for the sudden death fall that you thought it was over but it wasn't and Talk about a perfect ending too. That that match, I went back and watched that match later that night <laughs> on my computer. <laughs> right, even though you were there live, it's like I gotta yeah. see it again. See it again. Yeah. yeah, it needs to see how it holds up. But uh, the greatest crowd moment was early on in the night during the Ty Dillinger Bobby Roode match. I decided <laughs> to start a chant on the outside of the ring when the ref would do a one for the countout. I started screaming ten for every count, and that was slowly- you. That was me. Slowly but surely, my section caught on, and then you could hear it on the network. Like it's it's very faint in the beginning, and then it's medium, and then by like the third time they're counting outside the ring, the whole arena is doing it. And my friend just is looking at me like, "Oh my god, you just created a monster!" And then the whole they did it the rest of the night. They did it at Survivor Series last night, and I'm just sitting there like, "How the hell is this even possible right now? Are you kidding me?" I was just some idiot yelling 10 when the ref was trying to do his count. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my fr- I was with my friend Gabe at the time, who's not a huge wrestling fan, but he'll watch, he'll watch from here uh, from uh, every now and then. And we were, we were sitting there. It's like, wait a second. They're chanting 10 every single count, regardless, regardless of what it is. If it's 3, they're chanting 10. If it's 7, they're chanting 10, 10. I want, I want to know how confusing for the wrestlers is that. Is that? <laughs> I know. That's what – because – I was thinking during like the Nakamura and Joe match, they're beating the hell out of each other on the outside and the crowd's chanting 10. And I'm like, what if we messed it up? Like what if they're at like 
they think they're at seven, but they're actually at nine. And like, I mean, I don't know. I was, I, I wanted on the record that I only did it during the first match. After that, I did not approve of what I created. <laughs> you wanted, wanted to be known that you were only doing it for a moment and it just caught yeah. on. That's not your fault. Yeah. It was a nice thing for Ty Dillinger and the crowd was insane for that. And it just added a little extra thing. And if it would have just been that, I would have been happy, but then it got a little out of hand. Way to go, Ben. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Since Obama's leaving office, we got to come up with a new one. I'm I'm yeah. voting for you. For you now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Toronto was awesome. Awesome NXT Takeover was awesome. Like you said, I think the DIY revival matches matches got to be one of the matches of the year because that yeah. was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I mean, I thought Gargano was going to tap again, and I was like, Oh no, you're going to break my heart, my heart as a wrestling fan and make him tap again. And then he yeah. came back and back and won, and that was that was epic. Uh, surprising. That Joe, at least I was surprised. I didn't think Joe was going to win that match. No, not at all. Uh, the, when it, when that three hit, it was kind of like silent at first because everybody was like, oh, because you kind of expected it to be it just after the low blow, the move on the steps outside, and then the muscle buster. You're like, yeah, it's not very logical if he kicks out of that. But at right. the same time, you're like, no way Joe wins right here, right? And then, <laughs> yeah, that was shocking. That was fantastic, yeah. though. Uh, yeah, I'm, I I kind of thought maybe thought maybe Nakamura was going to come out at Survivor Series, and I, I don't know. Is he, is he going to make his main roster debut here? I thought something was up, and then sure, sure enough, nothing happened. That, that was it. It was just, you yeah. know, he lost. And, I, and I, if, I believe that's his first loss in NXT, is it not? Yeah, first loss in the company on TV or not, you yep. know? Yeah, insane, and that, and that, and that was <laughs> that was the lead-up to Survivor Series. I mean, NXT, <laughs> NXT I thought, was going... To once again surpass WWE as far as a pay per view, and then sure enough, Survivor Series happened, and yeah. and wow, I, I watched before work because I work overnights nights, and I thought it was going to lead right up to eleven o'clock, and I was going to be a little bit late, and I was like, I was like, listen, <laughs> wrestling's on. Sorry, I'm ten minutes late, but deal with it. Uh, uh, and sure enough, they ended early because of the surprising. The surprise, surprising ending. I don't know if do you want to get to that first, or should we go through the card real quick? You have to. I feel like you have to get to that first because hats yeah. off to the WWE because they played us like fiddles. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they did. That match started at ten thirty-five, and I I watched it with Drew, our buddy, our mutual friend Drew, last night, and I looked at it and I'm like, if this goes thirty minutes, this is going to be a disaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking because we all we all remember WrestleMania twenty. And how and how much that crowd just did not want to have any part of that match. <laughs> Obviously, the lead up to this is a little bit different because it's not both guys are leaving. They're leaving the company. It's Goldberg's coming back. Lesnar's Lesnar for the past past two and a half three years. He's been the monster. Yeah. And then they do that. That the, like it was what a minute twenty something. Yeah, minute twenty five. And that that's it. Goldberg hits two spears and a, and a jackhammer, and the match is over. <laughs> It was amazing. <laughs> I, I can't. I still can't believe it. I'm sitting here smiling because it's like, are you, are you kidding me? They they did it right, though. I think that's yeah. my opinion. I that's what that's what you needed to do with a Goldberg Lesnar match. I think that's just. I mean, they're looking at this scenario as just stacking money because I mean, there's reports that Goldberg's already signed on for the Rumble. Yeah, and I I don't think he'll be in the Rumble. Rumble. No. Maybe he no. will. Who knows? But yeah, I think. They've got a lot of other of other matches lined up for the guy now. It's like holy crap! He came out and said, "You're last, last," and now yeah. he's like, "I'm gonna keep riding this train." And it, yeah, it doesn't even have to be Goldberg and Brock at this point. Like you can do other things. Like you can do Brock and Kevin Owens. You can do Goldberg and Cena. Like as much as 
I'm sure that could be another fantasy warfare that they would go crazy all over. And then you got Undertaker out there. Who knows what the heck he's going to do because Team SmackDown won. Not to jump to that, but what the heck are they going to do there? Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just, yeah. You've opened I, the field up, I feel like, by doing that because you've immediately created Goldberg and put him so over not that he even needed it. <laughs> <laughs> right, because he's Goldberg. But, like, there was worry, worry that this guy's too old. This guy is not going to be able to hang. And mm. and then he does that. I mean, it's a typical, like, WCW Goldberg match where he just lights up uh, whoever he's facing. But I thought it was amazing that they took the one guy who has been untouchable for however yeah. long, two and a half, three years, since WrestleMania, WrestleMania 30, and now he's touchable again? It's like yeah. now every match he gets in, it's like, oh, he, ac- he actually can lose. Yeah, it's like you opened up the whole possibility for your roster because, I mean, I mean I'll mean, i admit it. I thought Brock squashing people for two and a half years ever since WrestleMania 30 has kind of gotten a little stale. So it's kind of – I mean, I can't believe they actually – I still i am in shock. I can't believe they actually did this. It's <laughs> like they're listening to fan reaction. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and playing off that, off that listening to fans, uh, Roman Reigns lost – yeah, I I don't know if you felt Bray Wyatt. Right, I, I don't know if you felt if you felt the same way I did. But when he was down two uh, one, I I thought he was gonna go like Super Reigns uh, to quote yeah. the Super Cena Super Cena stuff, and he was gonna somehow take two spears and win the match. Yeah, I thought and it was he, gonna be all like Royal Rumble again. You can't even get him over when you bring out the Rock. Right, precisely. <laughs> they were gonna have the Rock. They were gonna have every every member of the Rock's family yeah. out, and they were still gonna boo him. But yeah. he lost. Yeah. What? I know, and they're like building stories. There's brief shield reunions. They do Dean and AJ angle more, and then they do Randy saving Bray to solidify his Wyatt family relationship. And they made Roman look human. And I, the whole time, I'm, I'm like, all right, Randy's going to turn right here. He's going to like RKO Bray, and Randy's going to get the spear in the win. And <laughs> no, it just didn't happen. No. No. Every time I was waiting for a swerve, it didn't happen, which is kind of kind of a swerve in some weird wrestling world, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I insane. just I uh, I kind of said I was like I hope they have Reigns win this match because this the crowd hated him before he killed Shane McMahon and then they really <laughs> hated him. So if he would have won that match, oh my god. Uh. Yeah, and I, Shane McMahon, I I don't wow, I hope he's okay cuz that was insane. That's a I, when you're so concussed you can't roll your put your shoulder down. That's scary. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't he didn't know what was going on, and, uh, and like I, the refs, from what as far as I know, are supposed to call or like or like count to three as if they're actually counting to three. Yeah, they're supposed to be like real refs. Your shoulder's not down. I can't count it. Right, and that's exactly what happened. Happened, and then he's like, "Oh wait, I'm just, you know the dude's out of it. I'm just gonna oh man, basically DQ him or you know injury whatever." Yeah. Wow! Wow! And James Ellsworth got in on the match too. He uh, caused Braun Strowman, Strowman, which is bringing that storyline full circle. Seriously, WWE is getting their writing and their storylines somewhat on a decent decent path here. I'm surprised. Yeah, they really are because they're slowly building towards the Jericho Kevin Owens split as well by like having Kevin Owens hit him hit uh, what the, I forgot who he attacked with the list, but you could tell Jericho was pissed off that his friend hit somebody with a pad of paper right (laughs) right i don't know i don't know oh yeah but the ellsworth thing that was perfect have him hiding under the ring and they just slowly pan to his foot or braun Strowman's foot and just these little hands on his ankle (laughs) just like oh my god (laughs) 
what's, uh, when he was holding on to the ropes, the camera didn't pan down. So I was like, why, I was like, why is he just shaking the ropes like he's <laughs> Ultimate Warrior and like hulking up or something? And then they slowly pan down and it's Ellsworth mm-hmm. holding his freaking foot down, foot down. It's like, what a great way to tell that. And then Strowman throws him through a table to make him, to make him look like, you know, a big bully. It was yeah. great. I loved it. I went, yeah. Jeez, that match like went an hour too. I was in love with that match. Yeah, I was nervous because there was two hours left on the pay per view, and I was when I was like, uh, well, two hours of what we expect because we I think we all thought we all thought it was going to go to eleven, but uh, yeah, <laughs> once it started, I'm like, I hope they, I hope they've got a lot of gas in the tank because this thing has got to be long. Exactly. I think that started at like eight fifty five, nine o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> I was so confused by that. I was like, wait, what else is left? <laughs> right. I was like, it was like, maybe they've got another segment planned. I don't know about maybe Vince McMahon's going to come out or sound or something. I, but you know, they, they ended it how they did. And it was fantastic. Yeah. It was. Uh, 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 so like like we said, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton won. We were both we were both kind of surprised that SmackDown took the took the W there. Uh, and then the, and then the tag team match was pretty surprising too. Uh, the the New Day got out out like in point five seconds flat. Yeah, before the Shining Stars, didn't they? <laughs> was like, yeah. They, uh, yeah, they they uh, they threw me for a loop like right from the beginning on that one. There were three quick eliminations, and then. Over the last two teams, oh yeah, the Usos and Cesaro and Sheamus. I would have never thought it would have been those two teams in a million years. No, I was definitely thinking uh, probably American Alpha and the New Day. New Day, or mm-hmm. I, I thought New Day would at least go for a while, and and like yeah, they were one of the first teams eliminated. And, yeah. uh, the club I thought might go for a while. Maybe the Enzo and Cast team team, but nope, it was the Usos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, and C- Cesaro goes over. Like, what the heck of kind of world were we living in last night? <laughs> Cesaro, my my best friend, by the way. By yeah, the way, really I met him a really? few times. Yeah, uh, in Buffalo, we used to we used to have a morning segment, uh, and they would have the wrestlers come on, and for and for whatever reason, they kept sending Cesaro, which I was fine with, but I felt That's bad awesome. for him because he got to <laughs> come to our stupid station, but. Uh, yeah, Cesaro was my best friend, and don't let don't let anyone forget it. Yeah. Oh <laughs> but, shoot! Yeah. Well, I I gotta make you hate me again. I kind of forgot to gun. tell this story before the show started. Guess who stayed in the same hotel as me? And I woke up and met Sunday morning. Uh, uh, go ahead, break Kevin my heart. Owens. Wow. Yeah, he was behind me in line when I was checking out, and I just turned around and was like, "Oh, hey, big fan." <laughs> Shook his hand, and he's like, "Hey, man, really nice to meet you." <laughs> and he, like, yeah, yeah. He probably appreciates that you weren't some like crazy fan asking for like forty two autographs. autographs you I know that's what I eBay. thought. I was like, I'm, he's probably so happy I didn't ask for a selfie or an autograph. I was just like, hey, let me shake your hand. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. From every time, every time I've heard like a wrestler talk, and that's their biggest pet peeve with fans is like they act like act like you're just not a person. Yeah. So like you if and you Kevin Owens are best friends. The belt, I would have been like, hey, you're just asking for a selfie, man. If you're holding the belt, like, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> man, so you are you've lived out pretty much all of my all of my wrestling dreams uh we should probably never talk again yeah and, I'm sorry. and that would be great <laughs> i almost forgot that that happened with everything else that happened this weekend <laughs> yeah that's your life your life your life's so awesome you forget that you met freaking kevin owens that was pretty fantastic <laughs> uh we can't be friends be friends so the the tag the tag team ended how it is uh because of that of that Cesaro and Sheamus will get a tag team title match on Raw. Yeah, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, maybe they'll win the titles. I don't know. I keep I keep thinking New Day is going to go towards that record from uh, Demolition, but yeah, there's hinting. a part of me that thinks that they're just going to hang on to them until they get that 
like I feel like there's like no forward thinking until they break that record, and then they're like, all right, let's lay out a plan. I don't right. know. It just it kind of feels that way. To be fair, I didn't think there was any forward thinking for Survivor Series, and then and then they pulled that off. So yeah, true. Uh, uh, let's see. I think the cruiserweights were before the tag team, since we're kind of going backwards. Backwards. Uh, yeah. Brian Kendrick and Kalisto ended with nothing because nothing. Baron Corbin. Yeah, this was just a disappointing match other than Kalisto doing the stinking Spanish fly to the outside off the apron. Other than that, it was pretty much nothing. <laughs> yeah, they. I feel like they don't know what to do with the cruiserweight weights still. Like, they had the cruiserweight classic, which was fantastic. I loved, I loved every second of that. Yes. And then they put them on Raw, and they changed the ropes every time, time, and they changed everything to purple, and it looks dumb. And then they just the crowd doesn't know what to do. No, no, it's really, I don't know, they're just not going about it right, I feel like. And I'm almost under the impression that once 205 Live starts, that they'll pretty much probably phase them out of the main roster shows. I mean, it just kind of, I don't know, I kind of feel like that's what the point of 205 Live is. It's like, yeah, we don't know how to make this flow with the rest of our show, so here's your own show. Uh, yeah, it, it's so sad, sad too, because like I said, the Cruiserweight Classic was so good. And then these guys are fantastic wrestlers, but they put them like in the weird times time spots where at like ten thirty or ten. It's like I feel like if they were to sort of start the show with the cruiserweights, like hey, we're just gonna get to these flippy guys first and learn and let them do their thing. The crowd would be so hype. Yeah, absolutely, it would. I mean, I hate to say this, but they should follow WCW Monday Nitro's footsteps on that one, like. We don't need these long promos from TJ Perkins. You just need them to go out and get the crowd hyped up from the start. Yeah, he, he can be painful on the mic sometimes, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I wish they would. Brian Kendrick's been okay, but like yeah. for the most part, these guys do, guys do not need to be talking. Just let them do their fancy flips and stuff and let them go. Exactly. Uh, uh, I think the, the women started the, started the pay-per-view, so is the Intercontinental title after or before that, since we're going back going backwards. You're messing yeah. with my brain here, going backwards. Uh, it's all good it's all good it's all good uh so we had the miz the new IC champ as of tuesday today, taking on Sami Zayn. uh winner gets to take the title to their show their show and of course they do a, a screw job reference m- making the bell go early yeah uh, i i i love i love the idea but i also hate it because it's like all right we get it you're in canada you don't have to do a bell bell screw job every time that there's yeah. a match I, I loved that it was a little different though this time. It was Maurice being the fantastic natural heel that she is, right. <laughs> distracting Sami Zayn with a bell ring. Like that's, I don't know. That's pretty. That's a that's a smart way to have Miz keep the bell and not make Sami look weak at the same time. Because who the heck knows what they're doing with the Intercontinental Title? I thought. I was almost convinced it was going to Raw. Like, I don't know. Why else would Dolph lose, you know? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I thought they were just going to, like, hot potato this thing two or th- two or three times, and, like, boom, it's on Raw. Congrats, yeah. Sami Zayn. Big win in your home in your home country. And sure yeah. enough, they like you said, they have Maurice play the perfect heel, perfect heel, and boom, Miz keeps the title. I don't know where they go from here. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, like, these random Dolph Ziggler reigns always throw things off. <laughs> yeah, they, I totally thought he was to losing. With him. I thought he was losing at uh, what was it? Backlash when when his career was on the line. On the line, I was yeah. like, all right, he's gonna go take a break. Cool, and then yep. he wins. And then he freaking wins. <laughs> he, he wins, and then he loses, and then he uh, yeah yeah I uh, I don't know. I'm entertained. I guess I can say that it's kind of a, kind of interesting to always see where what the Miz is gonna do. 
Yeah, the Miz is fantastic. It's nothing against him. It's just that this belt is just I don't know. You might as well not even have it. You know, the Miz is <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't even understand. I don't. They confuse me with these mid tier belts. Yeah, Roman Reigns still has the U.S. title, uh, and I forgot that until now. Until now, when we were talking about mid card belts, uh, <laughs> did he even bring it to the ring last night? I don't even know. <laughs> just like... yeah, that's a good. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like you would. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I would have to watch it back. Uh, so, yeah, the mid-card's kind of strange, strange right now. Uh, but uh, both sides sides keep their titles. Cruiserweights yep. stay on Raw. Uh, Intercontinental Sentinel stays on SmackDown, which I thought was going to be flip-flopped. So I, I, yeah, guess, they, I guess moving forward, they have some sort of plan. Yeah, they teased us with that. So, I mean, that's smart on them. I, I totally thought Cruiserweights were going to go into SmackDown simply because they're filming – 205 live on tuesday tuesday nights so it makes sense but sure enough i'm the i'm the stupid idiot yeah i guess those guys have to work back-to-back nights now that sucks (laughs) ouch and some of them are on nxt too so i guess they tape i tape nxt but still it's a lot of work it is a lot of work (laughs) uh but you know that's what they get paid to do that's right uh uh, before that first match of the night they had the women's five-on-five-on-five elimination tag uh, Charlotte and Bailey, your sole, sole survivors here, which I guess shouldn't be too surprising, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of thought SmackDown was going to take this because all of the Raw women would just kind of kind of take each other out. Yeah, same here. But uh, yeah, I was I, I enjoyed this match. It was weird, uh, just like the New Day. Sasha went out super early. Yeah. That random Nikki Bella before the match switch, where she's just sitting down saying she doesn't know what happened. She, she got uh, Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, exactly. Backstage, <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. didn't. I mean, I I figured SmackDown was gonna that gonna win that match. Like, I, I everything I thought was gonna happen last night did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I I I totally thought uh, Nia Jax, if anyone, would just like bowl bowl over everyone, which she kind of did. Uh, mm-hmm. And then she went out to the disarm disarmer, which I was kind of shocked about because she always finds weird ways to ways to lose. Like whether it's a, a, I think she got choked out by Bailey, by Bailey at the one NXT, um, uh-huh. and then she got, got kicked in the head by Oscar that one takeover. Yeah. It's like how uh, 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 how do you make this big girl lose? And that's that's how they decided to do it. So it's so uh, yeah, it was it was a good match. I, usually, I'll, you know, the women's wrestling matches can be tough sometimes. I'm, I'll fully admit it, admit it. And sometimes wrestling is not the greatest. And I can't say that this time. It was fan, it was fantastic. It was. Other than the living botch, Alicia Fox, it was fantastic. <laughs> I mean, she eliminated someone with a scissor kick to the back of their butt. And I was like, right. oh, that great, great move there. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like, uh, you can't win them all. But no, you can't. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Then they, I mean, exactly. I mean, the second I saw it was Bailey and Charlotte getting their hands raised. I'm like, yeah, this is going to last long. Charlotte's about to attack her. And then imagine that. She did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and, and they they told like you said they told storylines once again because yeah. Charlotte attacked Bailey, Bailey and you got to think that's the next big feud for the Raw Women's Title so well, yeah Bailey got the pin and Charlotte beat the crap out of her so I mean they've already built something there probably for the Rumble exactly I love it uh, so yeah yeah they're t- <laughs> I'm surprised every single match told told some sort of storyline it's weird it's Survivor Series too that I mean these shows have been like. 
basically non-episodic order the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you wrote that great article for the Court of Nerd of Nerds, breaking down your top five and explaining why the Survivor Series needed to be a, to be a good pay-per-view this time. And I don't know if they read the article as well. well <laughs> but they, <laughs> they listened and they did a fantastic job. Yeah. They really did. Uh, so Survivor Series, what I, what, I, what I like to do for my stupid wrestling podcast that no one listens to uh, <laughs> is I'll give a grade at the very end. Uh, okay. If I was a professor or a, sir or a teacher or whatever, so uh, usually I give everything like a B, a B, unless it's just dreadful and I don't feel like it was entertaining. Personally, personally, this Survivor Series, I, I'm giving an A plus. The whole weekend was fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, I'm agreeing with that. I'll give it an A. This is uh, my favorite WWE pay per view in a very long time. Um, and I'm biased on takeover, but rewatching it on TV, it's, that seemed like an amazing show as well. So, I mean, what a weekend for them because seriously, that was a great survivor series. Even if you take out Goldberg and Brock, it was a great survivor series. And then you throw in the minute and 25 seconds of madness <laughs> and that just adds a crazy layer to that show. And, and the other thing that they accomplished, accomplished is they got everybody talking because I saw an article an article on ESPN. I saw articles on random news websites because I, I get in at, uh, into work at uh, 11 or so and I check all the news, all the news outlets. And mm-hmm. sure enough, everyone had something about Survivor Series for WWE. So kudos to them for at least uh, getting the conversa- conversation started. Seriously. Absolutely. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. All right, so I don't want to keep you too long here, Mr. Raven, because you've got a sweet last name, so I get to call you that. Uh, but uh, t- I appreciate you talking to me for a minute here. Uh, perhaps, perhaps we, perhaps we can make this a thing. We can like yeah. create this collaboration going because I because I gotta say I haven't like listened back to this, but I can already tell it's more entertaining than listen, than listening to myself for twenty five yeah. minutes. <laughs> well. There's nothing wrong with that, and I'd absolutely love to. I mean, we can try and break down some pay-per-views here in the future. Excellent. Uh, I appreciate you coming on, sir. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's do some quick plugs for all your stuff. Let me have it. Absolutely. All right, The Court of Nerds. That is at thecourtofnerds.com. Weekly podcast is on iTunes and wherever else you can get podcasts. That's The Court of Nerds. and uh, We're on Facebook, Twitter, and all that check us out we do comic books wrestling tv movies tech gaming we're all over the place we're a bunch of weird people that like what we do that's the worst plug ever <laughs> no that's that's great and i can vouch for that uh i worked with like you said drew who is part of his part of the court of nerds i've read a lot of their stuff i listen to their stuff these guys guys while they're nerds and not geeks we appreciate them uh, from the from the Geekiverse, so uh, yeah, right. I never thought about that rivalry and names. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if it's yeah. I don't know how that works. Is there like a fantasy warfare warfare between geeks and nerds coming soon? Right. I'd love to hear the differences between ne- nerds and geeks. That, yeah, right. I don't know if there is one, but we can pretend. Pretend. <laughs> I already decided I hate you because you lived out all my wrestling fantasies. So, I'm sorry. You know. Yeah, this is a crazy weekend. I'm sorry. I it's, didn't mean to spring that KL story on you. You're right. No kidding. <laughs> We were doing a pre-show little chat and chat and stuff, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, by the way, I met Kevin Owens. <laughs> what a ridiculous. All right, so uh, Ben, thank you for coming on so much, so much. We appreciate it, man. Absolutely. My pleasure. All right, we'll see you. Yeah.